Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author. Helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. I'm out having a walk this morning, enjoying uh, some freshness and some, I'm not feeling 100% today. I reckon I'm probably about 80, 85%. Feeling just a little bit off, surrounded by a lot of people that have illnesses at the moment and I'm COVID free uh, but I feel like there's a cocktail of stuff going on uh, for me that's just just not 100% so I'm I'm moving a little bit slower this morning I've had to uh, put off my workout from yesterday and probably today too Uh, I I know that it's just not going to serve me uh, too well uh, when I'm feeling uh, like this I'm still pushing through still making sure that I'm achieving uh, some outcomes that I want to achieve today albeit not in a 100% uh, state. And it, it's frustrating for me because uh, when I am a, a high-performance thinker and athlete, then I, I get frustrated by kind of like sitting on the sidelines. I can't, can't perform absolutely where I need to be, but I can't do anything about it apart from just do the best that I can to, uh, to, to rest, to drink as much fluid as I can, to eat as well as I can to nourish my brain and to, to fight off this uh, you know, this whatever it is that's going on for me. But today I wanted to talk about uh, life doesn't give us too many opportunities. But if you think about your life, most of us just go through, there aren't that many opportunities that come our way. In many instances, we have to create a lot of opportunities. But if you think about uh, those moments in your life where, where things have taken a dramatic upswing, a dramatic turn for the better, uh, I think you can probably, if you're honest with yourself, bring it down to maybe half a dozen or so opportunities that if you hadn't taken that opportunity, you would not be where you are right now, having the success that you are right now. And if you're not having the success that you are wanting right now, then I guarantee you there have been some opportunities that you have missed in your life, some opportunities that you have not taken that perhaps you should have and you would have been in a different position. And I've spoken about this before, the power of yes, the power of no. Uh, and yeah, the more successful you become, you're probably saying uh, no more often than, than yes, but there is never an opportunity through a no. The opportunity only comes through a yes. And you can go back and have a listen to where I talk about where no is important and uh, just as important as a a yes. But if I think about it for me, there's been a a few opportunities that have completely changed my life. One of them was, uh, the very first one was when I was uh, 11 years old and I had the opportunity to learn the bagpipes. And if I hadn't have learned the bagpipes, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Why? Because from the very first night that I went along to a lesson, and I actually didn't want to learn the bagpipes, my parents took me along, I wanted to learn the drums because, you know, noisier, more fun, etc. Bagpipes, much more difficult instrument to play, wasn't sure I'd like it, but I was hooked. I loved the fact that I could create something through reading music, understanding how to read music, and then play music, and it come out really nicely, and like so I was hooked. And so from that, it created this, this work ethic for me. And then I got my very first coach, Fred, uh, from, gee, I think I was probably about 
maybe I was 12 then, maybe 11 still. Maybe I just turned 12, I'm not sure. 11 or 12. And he was my first coach. And what he did, even though he didn't coach me in a way that we would think of coaching these days, he was really teaching me a whole range of different things, life skills, work ethic, focus, dedication, what it took, the fact that he wasn't the best player, but he was one of the best coaches that I knew. And he also knew his limitations. Like he, after 10 years, he, he took me as far as he thought he could. And then he said, you need to now go and see this person. And I remember the, the day that we had that conversation and it was really emotional for me because it was like, but I don't want to lose you. As a coach, you've, you've given me everything. He was like a dad to me. He was actually more of a dad to me really than my own dad. Uh, he taught me so many different things. And um, I, I said to him, but I don't, I don't want to stop seeing you. Uh, but he knew his own limitations and I had outgrown him. And I think that that was, a, upon reflection, like that work must have been a really difficult thing for him to do. But he knew that I had more potential. I was a, a far better player than he ever was and ever could be. And he knew that for me to reach my full potential, which is what he wanted, then I needed to go and see someone else. And he told me who it was and I contacted the person and then you know, they were in Melbourne, I was in Bendigo and it was uh, like it was a big trip but once a fortnight that I would go down there for lessons and you know that helped take me to that next level which ultimately then led to me playing in the world championships in 1990. But through that process there was the opportunity if I had not have taken that and said to mum and dad look I just don't want to do this, I'm not going to do it, I wouldn't understand what coaching was. I wouldn't understand who I was as a person and the gift that I had, even though it was through music in a different way to most. Upon reflection, it makes me realise that at that early age, uh, I was different to most. And what am I now? I'm different to most. I am a high performer the most. I have a different level of focus the most. I'm doing things that most people want the results of but they are not prepared to do the work and from a very early age my coach helped me create this work ethic he provided me with a roadmap of what was possible for me and how to get it and he had this way of coaching me that just made it so much fun and that was a real skill of his and I have still have so much admiration for him so it was my first my first coach. And so without that opportunity, I wouldn't in those early years have appreciated the value of coaching and I wouldn't have appreciated what I was capable of because I was in a really low spot. Even at 11, you know, I was bullied. Um, I had no self-confidence. I had no friends. Uh, but uh, my coach saw something in me and he said, you've got, a, you've got a real talent here. You've got a real gift, but you need to work and you need to do these things. And so I did, and then I got the results. I was winning. You know, I was entering competitions and I was winning them all. And then I started to not win as much because why? There was more competition. So it meant I had to practice more, I had to give more, um, I had to get better, and then I continued to win. 
but I didn't win all the time, but I won a lot of the time. And that's what enabled me to have these further opportunities down the track. Um, so, like, such a cool experience upon reflection. Uh, but through a time in my life where I was, I was struggling as a, as a boy and then into our young adulthood. Again, I continued doing this. I stopped when I was about 22, 23, actually. And I felt that I'd, I'd done everything that I wanted to do in that space and I wanted to do more in my health and fitness and see what I was capable of doing there. And it brought me a lot more joy and the fun had gone out of uh, playing the bagpipes. Anyway, that was the, the first big opportunity which then led to me getting to the World Championship. So there was opportunities there as well. Uh, and I, I fought for that opportunity. And that opportunity to play in the World Championships, honestly, only come th- came through relationships. So I had a really good relationship with... Um, via mum uh, with the Victoria Police Pipe Band and then through that me moving to Melbourne and uh, you know I wanted to play in the World Championships this opportunity came up to do it it meant I needed to do a lot of work in order to get there obviously it's a world stage Uh, but that opportunity came up and I said yes to it they said yes to me and I played and it was uh, an amazing. At that point in my life, it was the single greatest achievement of my life. And there was an opportunity to obviously shift to Melbourne uh, uh, to, uh, for career-wise and become a chartered accountant. And I said yes to that opportunity. And it's only by going on to do my chartered accounting, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, uh, that then created other opportunities for me. I went through Coopers and Lyban, got the Chartered Accounting qualification, and then what that did was provided a, a bunch of other opportunities for me along the way, uh, because it was the, the qualification that opened up other doors for me into that next position, that next position, that next position, which put me in front of, uh, you know, executives in corporate, you know, big corporates, enabled me to have uh, different level conversations. It enabled me to, to learn from some of the best people and the worst uh, at, what, at what they did. And that helped shape me and helped create my skills and helped put me in front of boards of directors to understand how to do uh, presentations, uh, conversations with managing directors, like big corporations, uh, senior executives, uh, you know, delivering great results, uh, learning about communication, Etc. Etc. So, um, you know, those opportunities wouldn't have happened if I didn't become the chartered accountant. Uh, the opportunity to run my own business, uh, I created that opportunity because I had this hunger for success and hunger for just loving what it was that I did, and I knew that it wasn't going to be doing what I was doing in a corporate corporate sense. And so it was only through digging deep and constantly asking myself questions that I found that, why don't you run your own business? And you know, the opportunity came up to, uh, to step away from my career and uh, start the business, and I did that. And that is huge. My life has never been greater than it is right now because of the fact that I've now been in business 14 years. It's been a hell of a journey, very, very hard. I went through a divorce through that. I've lost my daughter. Uh, through anorexia in the process, um, you know, just recently, 
and so much has happened but there is so much greatness within that as well the probably the the one of the latest opportunities that I've had is I was sitting in the audience one day at this uh, success resources event and they run you know big promotions around the world and stuff and um, this guy came on stage I actually went to this event to meet Randy Zuckerberg who uh, Mark Zuckerberg's sister um, used to work at Facebook, etc. Doesn't work there now. Runs her own business, billionaire, etc. And um, uh, I think it was just prior to Randy coming on stage. This other guy came on stage. He's talking, and I'm thinking, "Gee, this guy's a really good presenter. This is really compelling. This seems like just what I wanted to." Uh, uh, to have for me and for my business. And it was all about branding and celebrity branding and the opportunities that came that way, etc., etc. And his name was uh, JT Fox. And at that particular time, I said, I have to do this. This is the moment. And I've been to many of these events before and it's easy to say yes to things and say that things are scams and stuff. And I thought... There's something about this guy that really resonates with me. Like, it wasn't a huge audience, and, yeah, he was looking right at me, and I could see that this was, um, yeah, this was something for me. So I signed up to that, and one thing led to another, and now five years later, I'm still working uh, with JT uh, multiple times a week, listening to him pretty much every day through his uh, courses and podcasts and stuff. And... He has completely changed my life. Has provided me with the opportunities to, again, which you can say no to, uh, meeting all these celebrities. I got to interview Brooke Shields. I've met something like 30 or 40 uh, different celebrities. I've got photos with them on my walls from movie stars to you know, billionaires and um, highly successful people across many different industries. And those opportunities have come from him putting me in the place at the right time. Like just like Tuesday a couple of weeks ago, um, his team put me in um, on stage at his event uh, to talk to the audience about my experience with, with JT over the last five years. Uh, and that's only because uh, I'm a loyal, a loyal client, had some great results and um, you know, gave a great testimonial. Uh, so you know, these opportunities don't come by very often. If I had have said no to any one of those, I probably wouldn't be here today. Um, right, like talking to you, because one thing leads to the next. And, uh, you know, being in business, I, if I wasn't in business, I wouldn't do a podcast. Um, you know, if I didn't do this podcast, well, I'm, you know, I'm probably not um, you know, having as great an impact. My thinking is not as good. My speaking isn't as good. Uh, but it all came from me saying yes and uh, you know, the opportunity that presents itself at a time. And knowing that, that you know, I, ha- I have a lot of capability within me and uh, there, there are only few opportunities that you have in life. And sometimes you just need to, need to take them. You look at, uh, say, some of these inspirational stories on, on Netflix, uh, whether it be... Uh, whether it be golf, whether it be tennis, whether it be an artist, you hear them talk about the struggles that they've had. Uh, you know, their entire life might have all the talent in, in the world, and, but it comes down to a moment, 
a single moment that allows them to express their gift to the world. Um, so Now, I know that this is just a, a Hollywood movie, The Star is Born, the Lady Gaga one. Um, so if you think about that scene where um, Bradley Cooper's a big rock star and there's that moment where he, uh, he starts singing the song that she wrote the words to and um, he asks her to come on stage and she doesn't want to and he's part way through the song and she, um, it's a great scene and then she you know, takes a few breaths, steps out onto stage, starts singing and absolutely you know, smashes the performance and you know, life is like that, there are these single moments, those, um, you know, I was watching Rocket Man, just bits and pieces of it. I find it hard to just sit there and watch a movie, so I was more listening to it than watching while I was working away. Um, but, you know, for Alton John, uh, his parents, assuming that this was accurate, but his parents didn't want him to, to go to, or whatever it was, the Royal Academy of Music to play the piano, but I think it was his, this goes to show you how much I was paying attention in the movie, but I think it was his grandmother said, I will take him. And that amazing gift that he had. But then he went on to like, play music and rock and roll and stuff in, in pubs. And it wasn't until you know, that one person came up to him and said, uh, you know, great music, we want you to go and do this. You know, we're going to give you this opportunity to play on this particular stage. And then went to the US and um, you know, one thing uh, led to another. But for years and years was performing in pubs and the locals uh, enjoying money, uh, enjoying the, the music, but it wasn't giving him that big global exposure that he really, really wanted. Uh, even people like Ed Sheeran, I mean, he uh, was doing uh, busking and that kind of stuff before he was uh, then discovered, if you like, and uh, given those opportunities. Nobody is an overnight success. It's years and years and years of hard work doing things that are uh, you know, you need to be be doing to be successful and then the opportunities will come and that's when you need to take them because there just aren't that many of them. And I'm certainly grateful for the ones that I've been given or that have been uh, presented to me and that I've said yes to uh, because every single time I've done it, it's had a greater impact uh, in my life. And... Um, yeah, even like relationship-wise, like I'm happily single at the moment. I uh, was with my ex-wife for like 20 years, and it's easy to focus on the negative stuff. But I have no regrets about um, any of those relationships that I have been in. I've been in a lot, uh, but each person has added a lot of value to my life, and uh, yeah, I've become a better person as a result of each one of them. I look at uh, live. I'll finish on this note. Um, obviously tragic uh, that she's gone. But if I looked at what what could I be this is a really tough one. This is how what could I be grateful for for my daughter having anorexia? And it's very easy to say, well nothing because it took her from me. But if I think more deeply about it, what her illness did do was provided me a lot of time with her 
Now, even though a lot of it was in uh, pain and suffering, we had a lot of time where we did become each other's best friends. And we got to understand more and more about each other and me understand more about what she was going through and me really helping her take the journey for her choice into that, that next life. And knowing that uh, you know, I would go on and still be successful even if she wasn't here. But I'm, I'm grateful for all the hours that we, days, weeks, months, years, that we had to spend together. You know, the fact that I did choose to uh, to start running my own business and you know, being the stay-at-home dad and running my business part-time and looking after the kids and just spending so much time like holding the kids, you know, feeding them, bathing them, doing all of those sorts of things, um, having the conversation, sharing the experiences, even though it's tough, uh, I, I am grateful for for the fact that I was able to spend so much time uh, with her. Um, obviously, I wish there was a lot more. So, you know, there are always opportunities around us and you are going to be presented throughout your life some once-in-a-lifetime opportunities and it's up to you to seize them and change the rest of your life. It's done it for me. It could do it for you. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow.